Welcome everyone to Class 1A. My name is Dylan, and I'll be your one and only host today. Andrew has left us on a little bit of a trip, but fear not for I am here to give you the breakdown on my Heraclium Vigilante's 95 moon. So let's get into it. So we open up at UA with Aizawa and Present Mike, and we get a lot of fun cheeky moments here of Aizawa not actually being a teacher quite yet, but you know, us as the readers know he will be a teacher soon enough. He's subbing for Midnight, and we're basically just getting a little bit of banter between Present Mike and Aizawa, which I always appreciate. I really love these characters, and we just get more moments between them and Vigilantes, so it's even better. And the whole scene ends with Detective Tsukuichi uh, messaging Aizawa, but we'll put a pin in that and we'll get back to it later. Then we jump over to the hospital where Pop is still in her coma and Midnight and Soga are talking on the phone. Soga's in total leadership mode here. He's calling shots. He's dealing with the heroes. He's keeping his crew safe. He's totally in his own here, which is great to see after you know him kind of straightening up his act, uh, getting guidance from Knuckle Duster. Knuckle Duster is still kind of looming over all these characters, like in a good way. He has a really positive influence on them. It's really easy to forget that we actually weren't with Knuckle Duster very long. He was actually a pretty short part of the story, and in more of his remnants uh, and his like shadow that he cast has been in the rest of the story. So it's very easy to forget that Knuckle Duster wasn't around these characters very often, but he had such a big and positive impact on them all, clearly by how Soka's acting now. Once the call is over, he talks with Koichi, who's still on his stakeout and uh, hasn't changed his underwear in a very long time. So he sends Wrapped uh, to Koichi's apartment to get him a fresh pair of undies. At the apartment, Wrapped notices that it's been broken into. Um, but the only thing really stolen that we can see as, as a reader is Knuckle Duster's bag, which is his Knuckle Duster's. So I think there's two possibilities here. So I don't think it's Six that actually broke it and stole it, because Six is more obsessed with the idea of O'Clock. He doesn't really care about Knuckle Duster or the man behind the mantle. So I don't think it was necessarily him. I'm thinking it's either, obviously, Knuckle Duster who snuck in and stole his own stuff, or two, Tamio, a.k.a. Queen, a.k.a. Knuckle Duster's daughter. I think that would be a really cool reveal um, if she kind of came back into the story and took up that mantle. Originally, I thought it was going to be Soga taking up the mantle of Knuckle Duster, but, you know, we haven't really seen that, especially with the bag gone and, you know, it not being Soga for sure. They keep doing this thing where they're teasing, is Knuckle Duster dead? Is he not dead? And it's, it's getting exciting. It's getting exciting. I think it's totally going to be worth the reveal once we get it. Then we get a flashback that goes from Koichi's apartment in current day to some part in the time skip, which this is a really good use of the time skip. You can kind of just insert scenes when you really need it. Uh, and Koichi is showing Pop the moon and talk about how special it is because normally up here on his you know shitty apartment, you only see buildings. You never really see anything except when the moon is high in the sky and super, super bright. And this is a really sweet moment. I love them as a couple so much. It's so nice. I just want it. I just want it so bad. And then we cut to current time and oh, oh boy, it gets sad. It gets really sad. Uh, Koichi's talking about how they'll look at the moon and that they, they, they're looking up at the same one together and they'll talk so much uh, once she's all better one day. It's sad. It's sad. It's so sad. I just want them. I just want Pop to wake up. I want them to get together already. They've been they've been like really harping on their kind of like love arc for for months now for months now. And I just want it. I just want it so bad. Then in our final scene, we switch over to Makoto, who's talking with Detective Tsukuichi, her brother. She's still in America with Captain Celebrity, um, and he's having none of it. He's having none of her. He's having none of the vigilantes. He's pissed. 
and Cat Cop comes in and shows a warrant for Koichi's arrest. So shit's shit's real now. Uh, he he has had it with the vigilantes. He's coming after them, and he is upset. And it ends with him just storming off. So I'm super interested to see if this is maybe a turning point also to get Makoto back into the story. So last time we left off with her, she was visiting Japan. Uh, she was talking with Koichi about, you know, finally coming back and settling down, so to speak. And this is kind of where the whole, like, Pop and Koichi being serious about each other kind of kicked back off. Uh, so I'm interested to see if Makoto comes back sooner than we would expect her, because I think she said she was coming back during the next season, whatever that was like, is the fall or, or spring sometime. So I'm, I'm interested to see if she's going to actually get involved into the story and maybe help out the vigilantes here. So the question now is what's next for the story? I think we're at our breaking point here. Things are about to boil over. We have, we have the police trying to get involved with the vigilantes and the villains. Uh, we have most of the vigilantes on the run right now, in hiding, in secret. We don't know where Knuckle Duster is. Ko Koichi's on the lam right now. They're looking for him. They have the arrest warrant out for him. Pop is in a coma. Things are kind of dire right now, uh, but I think I think what's coming next is going to be really, really exciting. I'm totally expecting a huge fight to happen. I'm expecting some pro heroes to come in. Koichi's going to have to deal with it somehow. Whoever has the mantle of Knuckle Duster is going to have to deal with that somehow. And whatever culminates from that, we're going to pivot into a really big fight, probably with Six. It's going to probably get resolved there. And they're going to leave us dangling with whatever is happening uh, in the grander scheme of, of villainy. Like whatever is happening with All for One. I think that's kind of where we're going to end up. Um, and it's really exciting though. It's really exciting because I can totally expect there being a ton of awesome fight scenes coming up. Uh, there's going to be some knuckle duster scenes. There's going to be some pro level Koichi scenes. Now, I don't think Koichi is quite at the level of like, you know, a top hero. He's not going to go one to one with Endeavor and, and come out on top. But I think he's somewhere in the pro hero mix. He's been training for a really long time now, and he is really powerful at this point. So... I'm, I, I want to see him in action. I'm ready to see him in action. We got the time skip. Uh, things have been kind of slow in terms of battling for Koichi, but I'm ready for it. And I hope you all are too. Thank you all so much for sticking with this different solo effort this week. I know it's a little bit different from what we normally do, um, but we really wanted to talk about Vigilantes. It's a really good series. And we want to keep giving you the content every single time it comes out. So thank you all so much. Catch us again next week where Andrew and I are going to be building our own ideal hero agencies. It's going to be a good one. You won't want to miss it. So make sure that you're following us on all major podcast platforms out there, youtube.com slash class 1A or over at twitter.com slash class 1A pod. Thanks for tuning in.